0: Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, before we start, uh, I have to announce that this will be our final plug-minion of the season. I want to thank everyone for joining us throughout the summer. Uh, God willing, we'll pick up Sunday evening at 7.40. 740 and I think uh, on Wednesday, we switch to 7.35. Uh, what do they say on airlines? We know that you have a lot of options out there. We thank you for flying with us. So the same is true here. And we hope that you'll continue to fly with us uh, next week at 740, if you're a member, obviously attendance is mandatory. If you're not, we still would love to have you. So uh, thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you Early and often in the future, please come. Please come on time. Continuing in our discussion of *Isadvarim*, Varim kriyeh hafsek be'suda. What constitutes a break in my meal? A focus on shinoi makom, changing locations. And this morning, we read in the *Shulchan Yeshmi Shomer*: There are those who say *Shim Hayabegan*. If a person was in a garden, *Verotzela homi, Perot, Kol Vilan*. He wants to eat from. The various uh, trees, fruits from the various trees. So, once he makes bracha, to eat the fruit from one tree, he doesn't need to make brachot on all the other trees, even though in theory he's going to be walking around. So, uh, sorry, and the Shkhan says, And that's assuming that he had in mind when he made his initial bracha on that first tree that uh, he was going to be eating at the other spots. And we asked this morning that that seems a little bit strange because we had learned a separate halacha that if a person was eating at the Mizracha of the Teinah, he was on the, the east side of a fig tree, and then he wants to go to the west side of the fig tree, so he would actually have to make another bracha that would be considered a Shinoi Makom. We tried to figure out how does that work, how do we reconcile that source with this one. So here the Mishaburah says, the lo dummy, lo <speaking> Khabim <in Hebrew> can't compare the two cases. You're probably thinking, why don't we compare these two cases? The halachot should be the same. So he says, no, you can't compare them. Why is that? Because, <speaking in Hebrew> because our case is a case where the garden is enclosed by some sort of fence. <speaking in Hebrew> and it's considered all one domain, so to speak. Uh, so. If that is the case, so you would, we would argue that as long as you have in mind what you're doing, it's basically like going mi cheder going from room to room within a given house. You have a property that's fenced in, even though you're going to be walking throughout the property, uh, that is going to be, one bracha is all you're going to need, you're not going to be, it's not going to be considered a shinom ha'com when you move. However, some achronim explain a little bit differently, demari b'ein mukaf no, we're not talking about a case where our garden was fenced in, The reason why we allow you to make one bracha and we say there isn't going to be a shinoi makom when you go from tree to tree within the property is not because it's fenced in, but as we said, because you had in mind when you made your initial bracha that I am going to be moving uh, from place to place. And we said if it's all... One room to the other, which we would consider the different trees in the garden to be uh, one room even though they're not fenced in. It says, If you had that in mind, you would be good. And even if you can't see from one tree to the other because there are things going on, that would not be a problem. And the same would be true then in the other case, right? In the other case of uh, eating on the east side of the fig tree and then going to the west side, if you had in mind that you were going to go, even though it's not mukaf mechitot, it's not fenced in, that would work, that would not be considered a shinoi makom. And he says, He says, that's why the Shekhanroch says, There are those who say, because it is sort of a matter of dispute as to how to understand it. Because only some have the opinion that if it's not that you would, uh, that your dot having in mind when you initially make that bracha that it would cover you for all other ones and there wouldn't be a shinoi makom. And therefore, when we read that next line, this uh, sort of qualifier in the Shana Aruch, that it's, only the case that you need to have the knowledge. So again, we have to figure out how do we understand that line. So the uh, Mishaburi here says, So he said, similar to the case of two rooms within a given house, you had to have in mind that you were going to do that. And he says, as we mentioned earlier, he says, but if you look at the He says, well, hold on one second. It's a is this a case of where it's fenced in or is it a case where it's not fenced in why if it was fenced in then we don't need you to have that knowledge Uh, you don't have to explicitly have in mind I'm going to go from uh, tree to tree within the garden we assume that your baseline assumption is that you're going to be eating from the different trees unless you had in mind specifically I'm I'm only eating from this one tree then we would say well then it is going to be a if you go to to the other ones, but if it's not fenced in, so then we would require that you have this knowledge, so again depending on how you want to learn this case, we get to learn the halacha a little bit differently, you could argue that if it's muqaf then you don't need to have any knowledge whatsoever, you don't have to have it in mind when you make the initial bracha if it's not muqaf then you do need to have the knowledge and others say that, no, even when it's fenced in, you still need to have the knowledge, and again however we learn it out over here, will help us understand the case of the Mizracha shalti versus the, uh, you know, when you go from the east side to the west side, whether that is going to be a Shinoi Makom or not. Excellent. Rabbi Hanan, I'm going to ask you, I'm going